So you're in this little bubble, you're in this castle, you're in this little thing. What else you need? You need to get rid of stuff, you need to have stuff, so you need supply lines, you need to be able to get things in and out. How do you do that? All kinds of different ways. What are the dangers and the threats of those? All kinds of things, right? Welcome back to the Two Promises Podcast. Let's dive right into another exciting adventure with BD and crew as he pursues his new passion of one day finding the most epic bourbon. The Two Promises team send their special thanks to Hobie and the Huckleberries for their masterful theme music. So grab a glass, relax, and enjoy responsibly. Baby says she leave it if I don't stop drinking wine. So I switched to whiskey and I'm feeling fine. Drinking that smooth, smooth whiskey. No more wine. We can officially say we are in BD Studios for Raw Content, Episodes Take Two. All right, well, let's get into some Share of COVID stuff. We've talked about how, let's go Share of COVID, let's set some more COVID stages and, you know, however the audio team thinks that they should do it, we can do it however. But I kind of broke it up a little bit. It's Sheriff C-O space V space I-D because I think it's fun. Okay, here we go. I'm just going to do a quick little recap. I might as well read it out loud. It kind of angers in my mind, maybe angers it in my audio team's mind. Maybe it's helpful, maybe it's hurtful, but let's try it. So we got BD and the Two Promises podcast, season one, episode. Great question. Sheriff C-O-V-I-D COVID. I was hoping to on this one because I think we can do a lot of stuff with Sheriff COVID. So let's just switch. I'm going to talk about the origins of Sheriff COVID and hopefully avoid this other, what I think would be a great episode where we do collaborative storytelling between two Marine buddies of mine. You're going to see me and Marines do a lot of weird stuff together on this podcast. I mean, you know what I'm saying? The Navy and those freaking devil dogs are almost inseparable in some ways. So really looking forward to that and really looking forward to getting some recording done with a few the proud, the always faithful, really good freaking people. So thank you guys for being you. But Sheriff COVID, actually a really good tie-in. Talked about me being a COVID safety officer and my unique experience with Kim Bio and how that applies to this world we're living in and how I'm a consultant and a lot of people are pivoting. So I got the background, I got the experience, I got the confidence. I got the know-how, I got the understanding, I can make it work and make it work beautifully. So I got to work with uh, some film productions, some different documentaries, different series, amazing. And on this set, I met the most phenomenal people. You have no idea between the cast, the crew, the talent, the freaking PAs, the producers literally loved every second of it. And it was a freaking tense freaking whatever you want to call it i'm new to this whole recording area but anyway i met some of the coolest people so this babysitter turned assistant turned caretaker turned pa production assistant i think they call it i think that's what that term is was stressed about everything adapting to her new 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 role and the new 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 normal and all of this with all of her life and all of her stuff. And 
like I said, phenomenal people. Every last one of them, from hair and makeup to PAs. But in some of our just small talk, as I kind of introduced myself, kind of set the stage for what I was going to do, what I needed to do, how I needed to make all this stuff work so that we could be compliant, be safe, because I have to, as part of my job, being a medic and being a pseudo-project manager, pseudo-freaking-emotional state manager, pseudo-slash-whatever-it-is-I-need-to-be-to-be-me and to help get the job done in a right, ethical, amazing way with good feelings all around, you know, I need to introduce myself, set the tone, and also describe boundaries and needs, you know? And, hey, some of these things are negotiable and studyable and whatever if we need to flex and change, but this is where I'm at right now, and can we make it happen? So we had some of these conversations, and in that she kind of slipped out that, you know, like her dad used to shoot or she used to shoot or she was whatever and she's still having trouble freaking like working with all the new paperwork and the new thermometers. And I was like, oh my goodness, girl, I got you. I have so much fun with this. I was going to do this for myself. But after you mentioned all those things, stand by for freaking BD epic freaking gift number one. I think that's the only one she got other than that, you know, hopefully entertaining laughs that I hope she picked up along the way from whatever scenarios were going on in the bd nato or whatever tropical storm bd so we got a old girl talented smart classy just yeah so i use some of my freaking tools and techniques from my career and my background and i created a little uh retention system and a little holster a little concealed holster for the old uh contactless thermometer gun and I taught her how to Quapow! oh yeah just freaking sheriff COVID it up you better watch out I'm not really supposed to say names I wish I could because it'd make it a little bit better but that was the COVID ranger that was the first COVID ranger that all freaking we put out here at freaking BD Studios or BD Productions or whatever this is going to be the Two Promises podcast that's the freaking first ranger we made Take that, Mac Best, and your freaking Blackbeard's Delight coffee. I'm building an army, too. Got COVID Ranger number one. She's got a freaking concealed carry freaking contactless thermometer freaking gun retention system. You can do VBSS and freaking Mio's with that. Look it up. Anyway, got stories about that, too. And retention systems and woo, aquatic rodeos. But anyway, we gotta stay on track. You're gonna, the sea is gonna be a recurring theme. The relationship with the sea, the relationship with so many things. So be excited about that. So back to COVID Ranger series, right? I mean, we got a lot going on. We got this freaking new animal, this new socio-political stuff, all this new economies being created, destroyed, shifted. A lot of stuff. A lot of people are going through and gro- growing through. And like, I think a lot of people are having their like get serious with their self-talks right now and figuring out what their true values are, which is good. I was hoping that would happen because that's what happened to me. It wasn't intentional, but maybe it was by design. I don't know, but I happened to have the right amount of time off to really process and start sleeping again and start some of the healing processes that I needed. And once I started healing more and seeing more and being able to frame things more and seeing things from like more real perspectives, not the crazy freaking perspective that I let develop over the last decade and a half, two decades, you know, relatively speaking, who knows, right? 
I kind of went into stream of conscious mode flow with this one. I didn't have a good plan like I did for the last one or even the Reddit one. So we're talking about COVID Ranger. We're talking about how this is a deployment for everybody. So let's start there. What's a deployment look like? What would I, if I were to try to paint the picture of, say, an average Joe's experience, I'm not trying to be derogatory on any level. I'm just trying to communicate concisely, effectively, clearly, quickly, efficiently. Efficiency is a big thing of mine as well. Okay, so what kind of deployment are we looking at here, right? What would one say a normal deployment is for, say, the average deployed service member? Good question. I don't really know because I've never been that guy, but I've known that guy, and I've been that guy in my own unique way different times. But And I've worked in that world and lived in that world and passed through that world. So let's just talk about that world because that's what I'm describing, not – whose experience is whose. So you're on a gated compound in the middle of nowhere, potentially. Could be a city, could be whatever, but the idea is to kind of be away from the bads as much as you can. We'll also have defensible positions and strategic placement so that you can influence other things, however it is that you're designed to do based on this big thing, this big war thing, this big thing, whatever it is socio-political action arms for whatever strategy defense bubbles 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 anybody that's followed me for a long time you're gonna see bubbles a lot maybe i like to blow bubbles maybe i like dancing in bubbles maybe i like talking about bubbles but it is what it is so let's just do a common one the desert a pocket of civilization, an oasis, if you will, in the middle of an immense space of nothing. And you probably got any combination of risk management slash defensive measures up there. You've got HESCO barriers, concrete, cheap things that can be thrown up in a hurry that can stand a lot of different environmental conditions and attacks. Keep the people inside relatively safe. You know, we talk about the 300. They had the wall there. I think it was, shoot, I don't remember the name of the wall, but let's talk about Hadrian's Wall, Hadrian's Wall, whatever you want to call it. Like, we put up our walls, you know? We got a freaking, we ain't got much time. We got a freaking barbarian horde coming at our freaking door trying to freaking do whatever, take our gold, crush our religious centers. Maybe they're just looking for dirt. Maybe they're just looking for earth, a place to freaking hang their head, freaking take their boots off. Who knows? But it's happened over and over again throughout history, throughout time. So we built a little wall around us. Now this wall, relatively safe. I mean, it's designed to stop bullets, probably RPGs. Eh, you know, there's no roof over it, so mortars and some of those indirect fire type things, missiles, whatever you want to say yeah we got some vulnerabilities there but if we can just create enough standoff we should be able to keep the majority of these little joes here joeing how long depends on how long their little brains can handle it are we doing anything about that ah! let's not talk about that right why would we do that that would be a bad idea Risk management. What tide pools are you in? What environment are you in? 
know your operational environment, right? So let's not go there. Let's talk about share of COVID experiences. So you've got yourself a little castle, a little fortifiable position. What else do you need? Well, you need the basics. You're going to need food. You're going to need, you know, medical supplies. You're going to need stuff to kind of keep your mind in a good space. You're going to need water. You're going to need waste disposal. You're going to need a place to waste. You're going to need places for protection, defensible positions, fighting positions, also places with overflow gear in case really bad things happen and a lot of people get hurt. You know, indirect fires that we talked about. Or other things, other unknowns, other unknown unknowns, or other things that you've mitigated against that just slipped through. Vehicle bombers, suicide bombers, people with the right look, the right dog patterns, the right sniff, the right whatever to get in just close enough to be precisely dangerous, but at great risk to them. And those that happen to be around whatever device was designed to cause as much destruction as possible in a short amount of time as possible and defeat all the security mechanisms. So there's that. Most of what we have here in the developed world COVID isn't making that dramatic physically, but maybe mentally, which is kind of what I'm mostly talking about here because like I said, I'm working on healing, myself healing, stuff like that, but I got to start at home, so I got to start with myself and those around me. So this story for now is while we're going to visit other parts of the world, it's predominantly American story right now, which is whiskey and more importantly bourbon, which is why right now... BD, myself, I would like to learn how to make the best bourbon in the world. But it's a process. It's trial and error. It's, I mean, it's a craft. It's not, it's a, it's a blend of science and art, really. So this is part of my process of finding the, the right tasting notes and the right experience for the bourbon that I'm trying to share with all of you and that I'm creating with all of you as we you know develop this Rick house as we develop this public house for us to all share really whatever beverage and whatever experience you want to bring in and share okay so we talked about COVID Ranger all right we talked about setting the stage for this COVID deployment theme because we're going to dabble in a lot of different themes and you as listeners can just pick the themes that you're interested in and follow down a rabbit trail of those or jump ship and find a different theme, or say this guy's completely crazy and the ship ship is sinking and I need to get on a life raft or take the next exit that I can to each their own. All right, so stay on track, Brent. I should have made more notes and more visible notes to keep me on this track because I'm finding it a struggle. COVID, Ranger, deployment. So you're in this little bubble, you're in this castle, you're in this little thing. What else you need? You need to get rid of stuff, you need to have stuff, so you need supply lines, you need to be able to get things in and out. How do you do that? All kinds of different ways. What are the dangers and the threats of those? All kinds of things, right? But you need it to keep working and to keep people there for that period of time and coming back because let's say, let's just face it, experience is extremely vital for any organism. So we're going to need some repeat deployers that know the drill enough that can navigate those psychological spaces enough to maximize impact 
even though they're going to get depressed, they're going to miss home, they're going to have all of these roller coaster things, these isolation things, these fear of the unknown things, these, oh, there's fighting outside our camp over here, or this base got hit, or this supply line got disrupted from this IED, or this attack, or this cell, or this faction. And you think, Mom sent me those Christmas cookies. She was so excited about them. I hope they make it. Nobody gets hurt while they make their way here. They're not the only thing coming here. I mean, we need the diesel fuel, and we need the water, and depending on how well established your base is, you know, the stuff for the laundry things, the laundry facilities, the, the Taco Bells, the whatever business has the right agreements to let them into these different places and the right clearances to give, you know, our men and women overseas and all, you know, people of all shapes and sizes and types and backgrounds and jobs and positions in the DOD world and the contract world and the OGA world, all just over there doing a thing, trying to make sure the bubble doesn't pop and trying to keep as many big bubbles bubbling as possible so that the unknown unknowns don't rush in in a crazy way and different vacuums get filled. Anyway, so as you can see, what a lot of people have been stressed about and tried to talk to me about in my reintegration, my recovery from 14 years of war, are some things that I've struggled with myself over the years. And I'm really excited and hopeful that I'll be able to share some fun stories. Again, I was really expecting a two-man show or a a group booth, but, uh, you know, you can't always have what you want. You don't always get what you want. And as a great master chief once told me is, you got what you got. Make it work. I know your game. You're trying to get the right gear. What I'm telling you is I can't get you that right gear. I would love to. I would like to. But thanks for filling out the paperwork, but you got what you got. Check. Roger that, master chief. Thanks for your direct comments and letting me know that you know and that we understood each other. So, cheers to that. I'd like to do a toast since I did put alcohol on my protein shake. I might as well do a real toast, right? Thanks, Master Chief. Good little ingredient for some bourbon down the road. Okay. Well, that was refreshing. Feel good? Feel a little more centered. Trying to soak that in. Oh, trying to breathe. I've recently been able to breathe differently than I literally ever had before. So that's been a very fun thing to explore. Therapeutic thing, healing thing. So when I was a wrestler in high school and just an athlete in general, I recognize that when I get overstimulated, I have some similar responses, kind of like an asthmatic, but I don't think it is technically the same physiological catalyst or genesis disease process or dysfunction process. Sorry about that. You guys didn't need that. I've been trying to work with different throat lozenges as well. But I'm having a very kind of dairy sugar-based drink. So we're going to have a little bit of that. Inputs, outputs, folks, but also mental space regulation for me right now, which is kind of the priority, especially while we're in focused record content mode. So, thank you for bearing with me. 
and all the weird sounds and hopefully decent enough audio as we get closer to our objective. All right. So, people are uncomfortable with different PPEs, different rules of engagement, different standard operating procedures, different way different units do things just because that's what their leadership is guiding to get them through this difficult time. And we see things so often through our own lens of, I need this now. I need to go run this errand. I need to make this happen. This is the pressure point in my life, the stressor in my life that has bubbled up so much that I need to take action now and leave my relative security and safety in my bubble and go out into this scary zombie land or apocalyptic whatever or whatever these metaphors people have used in memes and gifs and popular cultural references to describe deployment 2020 covid de deployment covid 19 whatever so we got some sheriffs we got some covid rangers you know we got a handful of different people doing different things to help uh tame this freaking wild west or whatever you want to call it this let's go with wild west i like that theme whiskey bourbon Lawless, changing laws, regulations, who really knows the regulation, what's true, what do the insurances need, what's going to keep us operating, what's going to protect us, where's our armor points, what are our operational controls and inputs that we can shift and pivot and move, financial and otherwise, to just weather this storm, weather this uncertainty, and leaders have to step up, and they have been in beautiful ways. And being that guiding voice to keep people calm, to keep people functioning. And I've seen businesses rally and pivot so well and still provide great products and services to their customers and also do some very great cultural and customer service slash customer relations and customer interaction improvements to create better cultural experiences for their target customers for their target demographic so it's been really cool to see how different people have done that how different people have reacted negatively in the social media influencer popular culture sphere which is a place that i very rarely dabbled so this is also very new and unknown territory for me so it's an interesting see for me to to explore while it's been very well developed and known to many of you all so thank you guys for sharing some waypoints and some navigational beacons for me in all of this celebrity entertainment place. While I've been involved and I've had some touch points and I've, you know, been inspired and motivated and kept steady through the years by many of the celebrities that we, we see. And I've seen their tra their tragedies, their triumphs, their victories, their defeats, their moments of weakness, their growth from my side of the world. And it's really been interesting, extremely interesting. And I'm hoping to kind of share some of that as we kind of navigate this new deployment and everybody's kind of expressing themselves and dealing with it in their own unique way, which is also another fascinating thing about deployments, but we're probably going to have to leave a little cliffhanger here, is seeing how people keep themselves occupied and how they manage their time and how they give themselves their expressive outlets to kind of deal with it. And how different people do it differently and how people kind of like find tips and tricks from different people as they grow through and go through deployments with different people. And how they share and cross-pollinate and kind of amplify some of those positive effects. So I think in another share of COVID, deployment COVID, whatever you want to call it, COVID Ranger series theme, uh, 
I think I really want to explore some of those because there's a lot of fun stories in that content. But we are at my point where I need to start wrapping up, so I'm going to do some good steward things for my team and make sure that I'm doing the things they ask me to do, cutting, uploading, and file naming, whatever, all these things backing up the way they want me to and also meet some of the the time life relationship deadlines. So... Thank you for joining us today on this curious roller coaster of life. If this is your stop, please exit peacefully. Enjoy the rest of your day. If you're ready for another one, just push play. Just a final note before you go. Thank you. And thank you for feeling. The distillation and aging process is different for everyone. I'm not quite sure what you're ready for. Sip slowly and enjoy responsibly. No more.